Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Ad Skills Podcast, where we talk to media buyers, we talk about their highs, their lows, their triumphs, their tragedies, the ultimate success, the wallowing failures, and their journeys through time and media buying stuff as well. And today I'm particularly thrilled uh, to be speaking to Mauricio Brito. And he uh, has a very interesting story to tell in terms of his journey into media buying. And in particular, Mauricio, first of all, welcome and thank you so much for doing this. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Yeah. So let's talk about, because as I often start off with this podcast is, you know, nobody starts out with life dreaming of being a media buyer because when most of us were in school, media buying didn't actually exist. So I'm real, talk us a bit about your background. What were you doing before media buying? Sure. Thank you. So, you know, I, I'm 43 years old now. And when I grew up, uh, the internet, well, there was no internet. So um, I grew up the old school way in where I thought that, you know, to succeed in life, you had to get good grades, good education, and then get a good job and, you know, get a good position. And that's how you succeed in life. So I just did that. You know, I got a bachelor's degree and then I had the opportunity to do an MBA in Australia. Actually, I was two years in in Brisbane, loved it. (laughs) Nice for you. I know. There you go. <laughs> One of the best experiences in my life. So I, anyway, um, I came back. I'm from Mexico. I came back yes. to Mexico. And after looking for a job, I found a job in a banking, uh, in Citibank. I got yeah. a, in business banking. I was a relationship manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, so finally, I got a good job after a lot of, you know, studying and working on the side. Yeah. Um, and that after a while, I realized that I just didn't like it. So it was uh, it's stressful. <laughs> it was high pressure. It was a lot of problems. Uh, it yeah. was um, it, long hours. Uh, mm-hmm. So I started daydreaming of an easier way to start making money. And uh, I was always looking for things to do on the side, but I just couldn't do it because it was long hours and I just didn't have so the energy busy. You would be drained yeah, at the end of the day. To start something on the side, I just couldn't do it. But always on my mind, I had the idea of starting an online business. So after while I left my banking uh, job and uh, I started my online business, but I just realized I just didn't know anything about online businesses. And I couldn't find anything, any skills that I had that can translate to to online. So I knew how to sell cash management products to, to, you know, keep credits and and banking procedures. And I just couldn't find anything that I could do. So after a while, I found the easiest way that I could start that was um, selling books, selling uh, as an indie publisher. So I started my business online of uh, selling ebooks on Amazon uh, as an indie publisher. And after a while, then this is how I discovered that I needed to start uh, doing Facebook ads so that I could promote my books. Uh, So this is my first, uh, you know, entry to uh, online marketing as as an advertiser, as a a media buyer. I had to learn how to promote my books. And after a while, I became a a little bit competent on that and I started to enjoy the process. So so now I'm, I'm, you know, fast forwarding to to this year in where um, I decided to to increase my uh, skills as a media buyer and I joined ad skills. And that's how my life got transformed completely. And, um, you know, um, it's one of the best decisions that I've made in my life as a, you know, as a professional. 
Um, oh, wow. And uh, I'm, I'm happy for the uh, road that I've taken and the opportunities here because uh, it's a growing industry with uh, a lot of opportunities. Yeah, thank you so much for that. And I can't wait to yeah. explore that a little bit. But I'll, I want to ask one question because I always find this really fascinating. Sure. Is from all of that background in in you know studying finance, getting your MBA, working yeah. at Citibank, what have you but what have you found that you've been able to take from that and apply to media buying? So, you know, I have a little bit more experience as a media buyer, and there are a lot of things that you can, you know, actually to, to, to uh, become a media buyer or even to start an agency. There are a lot of processes of, you know, um, the way you structure your goals, the way you measure results, the way that you work in a team. And, you know, you, I had a, a scorecard. It's called balance, a performance balance scorecard. When you have a goal, you need to measure every goal, you, how you're doing, uh, you know, every year. So there are yep. systems that you can translate to, to online that would be very useful, not just as a media buyer, but also as an agency owner. Yeah, so yeah. for sure, there are things that are very, very useful. I also, the, um, you know, the working ethics that you need to learn on a corporation, you need to yeah. do for sure as a media buyer or as a business owner. Otherwise, it's very difficult to succeed outside. It's not the same thing uh, being an employee than on, on having a, a business. 100%. 100%. Sure. Hey, tell us about tell us about taking on your first client how was that like it's one thing to do your own advertising sure but then to have the responsibility of talking talk, talk us through that very first client experience so you know i was used to managing my own budgets so that's what i yes. did well, actually b- before media buying i helped you know friends of mine that all were also indie publishers manage some yes. of their campaigns so actually uh, thinking back uh, yep. Those were my first clients, actually. Uh, Even though okay. I was just helping them, uh, it was not a, a. I was not hired, but I was just helping them and managing their campaigns. But uh, the first job, I was actually quite scared because I, I was afraid of managing other people's money. You know, yeah. Even yeah. though I, I had a, a, an idea of what should I do and all the processes and systems, yes. the idea of making a mistake or, or, or you know losing money for other people it was a you know a burden that i had to overcome because yes. i was a little bit afraid of at first but yeah. then you start trusting the systems you start you know i applied actually uh, uh, through ad skills through the matchmaker ah, I got, I okay yes so, so it was a matchmaker you got your first client through the matchmaker process i did and also uh, using platforms like upwork but yeah, yeah. I, I found a position using the uh, matchmaking uh, platform on art skills yes. and uh yeah it was for, for sure a learning experience just not uh, i think i have a good background that allows me to you know maybe have con- consider myself for positions or working mm-hmm. clients but so that helps but yeah it's a learning process to sell yourself as a media buyer and yes. also to start managing other people's money but yes. uh, you know slowly you you start getting experience and, and becoming okay with with that yeah Fantastic. So tell me, what type of client do you like uh, working with now? Maybe you could tell us on what you enjoy doing. Yes. So, you know, I'm used to uh, dealing with uh, e-com products as, you know, I I was years as an indie publisher. Also, Mm. uh, I also, I really like to study and um, learn a lot uh, of information products and online marketing. So I'm very familiar, even though I haven't done it, I'm very familiar with a lot of concepts. But uh, I've been working lately with uh, uh, Econ products and also the health niche. I've been uh, managing campaigns 
on the you know diets and the diet products supplements and i also managed some yeah. campaigns for the funeral home industry which is quite niche industry so so that was an experience as well yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> so never a dull moment when it comes to the possibilities no. of, of, of media buying never a dull moment Obviously, you need to specialize, but there are a lot of opportunities. And even now that, you know, for the situation that there is, a lot of people have been, uh, you know, starting to advertise online. So there's a lot of yes. opportunities. Yeah. yeah, well, they need they need to, right? Take advertising books is a really interesting area. And is, yeah. is, what are some of the mistakes you see people making when they are doing book campaigns, you know, trying to promote and sure. sell books? So it depends uh, where are they selling their books because um, if you try to sell directly to Amazon, for example, you cannot install a pixel there. So that's a challenge. So mm -hmm. if you have your, your own website in where you send traffic to your books, then you can obviously style a pixel and create you know, audiences and track everything. But if not, then it's a little bit more of a challenge. So I would say one mistake is not targeting properly if you're selling to Amazon because you cannot install a pixel there. So you really need to research your audience depending on the gender that you're selling to mm. and try to target, you know, as specific as possible because you pretty much can only do interest-based targeting. So sometimes just people, uh, you know, uh, target too broad and uh, don't actually, you know, I've been learning so many different things lately this year, and they just don't also uh, establish the, the, the correct campaign structures. So they yes. just send directly and just they, they just create, I, I don't know, like 30 different ads and they just keep the ones that are working. And, and it's, it's not the best way to go. Yeah. And do you find that, do you tend to work in one particular ad network or across a couple? What do, where do you tend to focus for you, particularly for your book um, advertising? Where do you, what, what networks do you find work best? So for sure, if you're selling books, the most, uh, the biggest market and the most competitive as well is selling books directly to Amazon uh, on, right. on Amazon. So you, you publish your books there and send traffic to your books. But yes. that's not the only way to make money. There's a lot of different other platforms that you can send traffic to. It's less competitive, but there's still there's different opportunities. So it depends on how, you know, the niche or publishing books on and uh, yes. how, how your business structure, because you can also you know, grow a list of funds that, you know, buy your book and start investing in your list and start growing your list and just, you know, promote mostly to your list. That's another option as well. Yeah, that's another great option in terms of building that audience and being able to use <laughs> that list to find others who are, who are like them. You know, the various ad networks are, are doing really well. Hey, can yeah. you tell us about, um, I'd love to hear from you uh, like a, a case study or a client uh, story that you, you know, since you started doing your media buying yeah. that, that you're proud of that, that as sure. a, as a campaign worked and, and take us through the, take us through the steps there. Sure. Thank you. So, you know, recently I've been working as a media buyer and I've been involved in different diets, diet programs. So yes. this, we have this one client that just, it, it's a doctor that sells his diet and he couldn't just, have a campaign that was not banned by Facebook because his diet, his program was very specific. It's, it yes. was a, with a certain weeks, a certain time. And he tried so many different things and he always got banned with his account got shut down. Yes. So actually what we had to do is create a completely different funnel with a completely different account with a completely different payment. You know, we had to leave everything he'd done and start from scratch. And yes. we have to put everything clean 
because you know sometimes selling advertising uh, in diet products or, or you know you cannot yep. make a lot of claims or, or promises so you have to yes. be very clean if, like, and, if, and if they've done it in the past of course facebook or any network for that matter is they're not silly right and if yeah. you know, there are so many mistakes that people yeah. make in terms of reusing the same old landing pages or using yeah. the same credit card. they're not yeah silly. sure sure yeah. they know they know yeah that's right so so you were guiding them through that whole, you know, getting yeah, a completely yeah. fresh series of accounts so that they could start doing things properly. Keep going. It, yeah, it was kind of a completely new business because we couldn't yeah. touch anything that was made before. Otherwise, yes. we would be compromised. Even though yes. we have, I mean, recently with all the elections, we have had some, uh, sometimes they just freeze the account, but then we just, you know, ask for a review and it's okay because we have made a new funnel from top to bottom, completely clean, and it should be okay because uh, we know yep. the guidelines we need to follow. And it's been for the first time for, for this client, he has been able to promote on Facebook. So that's amazing. Wow, that is that is super fantastic. And it's interesting yeah. you bring up the as we're recording this, we're in the aftermath of the, the U.S. elections, and well, let's just to, to put not too fine a point a word on it. Facebook went bananas. It's, it's, uh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Right? It was so. How did talk to me through that? Because that must like. How did you go about managing that? Because you know, a lot of people just woke up and all of a sudden their clients' accounts have been either frozen, ads frozen, accounts frozen. Walk us through that. How did you handle sure. that? Sure. So it, obviously, it's a chaotic time. It was a chaotic time for everyone. It's not not yes. not a, we we didn't only had like. Um, problems with accounts but sometimes the numbers just didn't, didn't yes. work so for sure we, we were very careful during those weeks we yes. tried to you know optimize as little as possible or you know create as little as campaigns as we needed to new yep. tests so we were very careful obviously we had some um ads rejected or and also a couple of campaigns that were not um you know they, they just disabled the account but we didn't do anything wrong. It's just the algorithm working on yeah. that stressful time. And how did you go about finding out that it wasn't you, it wasn't your fault? In this case, it wasn't your fault, right? It was a, a system-wide thing. How did you How did you figure that out? So we, we actually, we paid a lot of attention to, you know, saying within the guidelines and mm. not, uh, you know, breaching anything. So we knew we were okay. And yeah. uh, obviously we just asked for a review. Once you have a, an ad, uh, not a proof or an account disabled. Yeah. You just ask for a review, and uh, they, they were actually quite fast in replying and improving because we, we know we were okay with that. Yeah, it's also you know given that you're and it's we've had a, in this series we've had a couple of people have started their careers and you know health supplements and diets and that side of thing. Hey, Facebook love you to advertise. They don't. They're not anti supplements they're not anti-diets per se but there are very strict guidelines that they have to have in place yeah. for law yeah. and for their own regulations sure. and all that sort of things so how did you go as a, a how did you start to how did you go about understanding all of that because that's a big shift from like ebooks advertising into the yeah i can see you smiling sure. uh, how did you go through that how did you navigate that area because a lot of people fail to navigate that area Sure. So obviously, as I said, when I started recall, I owe a lot to art skills because when I decided to invest in art skills, I got one of the best educations as a media buyer that I could, you know, could get. Mm. So there's a lot of information there in the programs that teach you what you should and you should not do. Also, they teach you the correct, you know, the 
since before doing any campaigns, the research that you need to do, the, the systems that you need to follow, the procedures that you need to, you know, to, to take. So that was one big uh, understanding of, you know, there are certain things that you just can't do. And uh, especially, it's obviously always recommended to that you read the guidelines and the policies from Facebook so that you don't breach anything. Yeah. And one plus that I can answer your question is obviously, mm. aside the quality of the programs inside AdSkills is the huge value that you find in college, inside college, because um, most of the times I just don't even need to um, ask questions because I just search my question and there's a lot of answers there already. So it's a huge value being part of that, that community. That is awesome. Thank you, Mauricio. It's, uh, uh, we really appreciate it. And that's, that's what, we, sure. what we're there for. So sure. I'm really thrilled to, really thrilled to hear that. Hey, yeah. look, if somebody wants to, is, is there a particular area that you, if you're looking forward now, so if you're looking forward, yeah. is there a particular area that you're, you're really excited to focus on or concentrate on or is there a new thing that you're interested in studying? I'd love to hear about what you're thinking about, you know, as we look to, well, we've gone through one insane year. So let's, yeah. hope, it's, uh, let's hope it's a little calmer next year. But what, yeah. What, yeah, tell me, what are, you, uh, what are you looking forward to? Is there a niche or, or a technique or tell me? So now I've been focusing on the health area a little bit because uh, that's yep. uh, the clients that I have at the moment. Uh, but yeah. I'm not only um, focused on that. Actually, uh, like this year or this next month, I, I'm just looking to become a really a master to improve my skills as a media buyer. That's my, my short-term goal. Instead of yes. not only focusing on that gender, because a little parenthesis here, you know, this couple of months of training here have mm. allowed me to get clients or get a job that I couldn't even possibly dream of getting in, t- in Mexico. So yeah. with my bachelor and my MBA, I couldn't even get earn half of what I'm earning now because if you get a good job as a media buyer with uh, you know performance bonuses you just can't, can't afford this so you know I, I, myself as uh, thinking as an online marketer I knew that I could sell products online but I, I didn't know I could for example be hired for by a US company to work for them directly yes and have that wage but anyway I, I just <laughs> took up I want to improve my skills as a media buyer I'm, I'm down yes. on that way and then um I would like to uh, focus on a niche like uh, either e-com or local services that I learned from the funeral home industry that you mm. can create a working funnel and then just repeat and, and yep. then find a new one and just duplicate the, what's working. And that's a way that you can scale by having more clients. So that's, that's yes. a, a way that I could think of yeah. going on in the future. It, it's an interesting contrast, isn't it? Because you mentioned, like, if you think about so you, how many years of study altogether did you do in finance? Uh, it was not finance because obviously, obviously an MBA is part yeah. of it. But uh, yeah, it should yeah, be no, like... the whole thing. Let's yeah, not discount anything. Five years of years? university and two years of an MBA, seven years. Seven, seven years. Yeah. Seven years of study. And, um, and I'm sure the MBA that you went to in Brisbane wasn't free. No, it's UQ. Yeah, right. So, you know, and bless you for that and, and helping our Australian economy. Uh, no, amazing. <laughs> and hopefully we can welcome you back in in a little while. And uh, So we'd love to have you back because that's another great thing about media buying, of course, is you can literally yeah. be anywhere. You can anywhere. Be anywhere. You can be anywhere sure. you like. But the, but the point I wanted to make, and it's a, it's a great point to wind up on, is that the amount of money that you spent and you're what one year into your media buying career right as a full-time doing, yeah 
Yeah, right. So, yeah. so you're already one year in. You're making more than the seven years of education. You know, which, there's no comparison. Yeah. There's no comparison. I've been one year, but it took me a couple of like three months to, to, to start earning money as a media buyer. You know, yes. uh, it took me seven years to have an MBA and I really yeah. got a, a good a good position. I'm not going to say it was not a good position. No, it had a good, uh, you know, um, benefits as, yeah. as an employee, but it was yeah. stressful. It was very competitive. There was a lot of problems. It was long hours. I, I ended up didn't enjoying that. And yeah. uh, here I can work from home. You know, I can be with my family. I don't need to uh, spend money on traveling to my working place. I earn much more money now. And yep. there are so many opportunities. Once you, you, you know, get in the market, once you start, you know, realizing what's, what's going on and what opportunities there are, you can easily grow and, and not possible if you have a traditional uh, job. Yeah, that's I'm, I just love hearing. This is the best part of my job is hearing these, hearing sure. these these stories. It's just a, it just is really marvelous. I'm so thrilled for you and your family, Mauricio. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, it, it's nice to be able, like, it's nice to be able to work from home. Hey, look, sure. if somebody wants to reach out to you, sure. Mauricio, and you know, in in one of the areas that you've talked about, you know, yeah, I'm sure we have a, you know, I'm sure we're big in the funeral home. So I think. Uh, they they're a big follower of <laughs> i'm being sarcastic you 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 had two years in australia so you know the australian humor yeah i know uh, i know mate i know mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where where do where can people find you and reach out to you sure thank you so um you know before um one of my projects was starting my agency and i i made a build uh, build our website it's called um playbookartsmedia.com and um you can find me there at support at playbookartsmedia.com. I haven't been focusing on my agency just now because I got a good job and I'm pretty focused yes. on a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no. you can reach me there, playbookartsmedia.com or email support at right. playbookartsmedia.com. Thank you so much, Mauricio. And of course, as always, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see in the uh, description below, you'll see all the contact details for Mauricio. And also, if you want to like Mauricio, join us here in, at AdSkills in Pro League and you know really take your media buying career to the next level. And as you hear, we do help once you're certified and qualified because we, we're not going to give away jobs to any Tom, Dick or Harry that arrives. But once you get that certification, we have a matchmaking service. And I think last month, there was about 300, we matched about 300 jobs with media buyers. So we'd love to help you with that. And you can see in the links below, you'll see a link, have a tour and take a tour on us and have a check out and see what AdSkills is all about. But Mauricio, this has been, it's been an absolute pleasure. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. It's a Friday. It's my pleasure. There, so enjoy Thank your Thank you very much. You too. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll see you around Pro League. For sure. See you at the forum. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.